and welcome to the Your Favourite Teacher podcast. Today we're going to be looking at Frankenstein with Miss Shaw. For additional support materials, visit www.yourfavouriteteacher.com. Victor Frankenstein, not to be confused with the actual monster in the story, is the scientist who creates him. He then spends the rest of his life trying to destroy him. As the novel's protagonist, Frankenstein's characterisation is very prominent throughout. He goes on quite a journey and it is his own ambition that becomes his fatal flaw and leads to his demise. We learn early on that Victor is from a nice family and had a good childhood. Interestingly, when talking to Dalton in the first letter, he says, the innocent and helpless creature bestowed on them by heaven when talking about his parents bringing him into the world. Shelley uses the phrase helpless creature, which immediately creates a link between Frankenstein and the monster later in the novel. This shows the reader that Frankenstein and the monster had similar starts in life and lends itself to nature versus nurture. Perhaps if Victor had helped the monster from the beginning, rather than running away, his own fate may not have been sealed in the way that it was. As for Victor as a character, Shelley pens him as having an obsessive desire for knowledge. In chapter 4, he says, Learn from me, if not from my precepts, how dangerous the acquirement for knowledge. Before we've even got into the depth of the book, the reader is aware of Victor's mistakes and is warned about what could go wrong if you are too ambitious. This characterisation of him from the beginning foreshadows how dangerous his journey will be as he becomes obsessed with creating a new race through science. Early on in the novel, although the reader is aware of his darker side, he comes across as a typical Victorian gentleman, masking his scientific ambition in order to fit in. He goes to university in order to develop his knowledge and understanding of science, which only makes his inner ambition grow. Shelley writes, I clove my desires under a guise which excited no suspicion. The noun guise emphasises that Victor was acting the part whilst at university and socially, which was all an act to ensure he would go unnoticed. However, the more he tried to hide these desires, the harsher the effects physically after the creation of the monster. This is an underlying idea throughout the novel. Victor becomes physically weaker as the novel progresses, showing the reader the downside of ambition. Although Victor comes from a good family, his obsession with creation causes him to neglect his family when he leaves for university. Shelley also characterises Frankenstein as selfish. He becomes so obsessed with the creation of the monster that he doesn't actually think about what will happen when he succeeds. As a result, he fails to think about the need to nurture the innocent and helpless creature bestowed on him by science. Frankenstein's choice to walk away from the monster is what the reader can interpret as selfish, but not only does he walk away, he also tries to play the victim throughout the novel. He believes no one else has ever suffered a worse fate. Speaking of fate, he genuinely blames fate and destiny rather than himself and his decision to create the monster in the first place. That's right, he thinks it's destiny, not his own ambition, that has caused his downfall. Shelley cleverly leaves it up to the reader to decide if he's just a selfish man or he is the tragic hero and a victim of fate. I know what my interpretation is, but you may have a different one, which is fine as long as you can back it up. That's the beauty of English exams. Going back to Frankenstein's reaction to the monster, Shelley did this to hold a mirror up to society of the time. His horror and disgust reflects the idea that in the 19th century, people were repulsed by many abnormalities that a modern reader wouldn't bat an eyelid at. 
Shelley uses this idea later in the novel when the monster tries to reveal himself to the elder de Lacey, who is blind, before his children and Justine come back, seeing his disfigurement and chase him away. Structurally, Frankenstein gets weaker as the novel progresses, although Shelley does comment on his sometimes violent temper as a child. In general, he goes from a happy, loved family member to isolated and unbalanced the more he focuses on the creation of the monster. Physically, he becomes weaker, portrayed as a shadow of a human being, the more obsessed he gets with capturing the monster again. By the time he meets with Walton, Shelley describes him as animalistic with a wildness in his eyes. There are many similarities between Frankenstein and the monster, which is a staple in Gothic novels. Both have a strong thirst for knowledge, both are intelligent, yet isolated, and both certainly become obsessed with revenge for the other. Shelley explores the idea of the doppelganger through both characters, again warning society that there is a certain level of evil in everyone, showing the consequences with Frankenstein's imminent passing at the end of the novel. No matter what question you're faced with in the exam, you're probably going to talk about the monster at some point. So, you need to know this character pretty well. Luckily, here at Your Favourite Teacher, we have you covered. Shelley's characterisation of the monster is something that resonated in the 19th century reader's mind, but also the modern reader too. Upon his creation, the monster has a natural inclination to be good. However, this turns sour quite quickly when Victor turns his back on him. The monster's poor treatment changes him, turning him evil. Some see this as Shelley using the plot as a mirror to society, reminding us of nature versus nurture and societal expectations. Let's take a look at the monster in more detail. Victor creates the monster in chapter 5 and is repulsed by his creation. The monster is described as having a shriveled complexion and straight black lips. Shelley's use of imagery here creates an ugly picture in the reader's mind. The verb shriveled gives an image of imperfection, with black lips furthering this idea as we would normally associate lips with being pink in colour and plump. Appealing, not off-putting. Straight away, the reader knows that the monster would be shunned in a 19th century society. Victor also calls the monster a demonical corpse shortly after creation. Demonical relates to someone showing characteristics of a demon or evil spirit. This is poignant, as the monster hasn't even spoken yet. He's literally just stood there, presumably confused and vulnerable, which causes the reader to sympathise with him. Corpse suggests the monster is dead, but we know too well that this is far from the truth. To be shunned in this way by his creator would be a pretty good reason to go off the rails. However, the monster doesn't. He leaves and tries to make sense of the world. Very much a good presence, even though he isn't perceived this way by anyone else in the book. Later on in the story, the monster gets his say, which urges the reader to reevaluate any initial ideas they have of this character. He describes himself using Power of Three as a helpless, poor, miserable wretch, evoking the reader's sympathy. Despite his negative opinion of himself, the monster has a natural inclination to be good, but learns the hard way that society isn't accepting of him. He is treated poorly by everyone he meets, and the one time he comes close to being accepted, by the older de Lacey, who's blind, he is chased off by his son who sees him as terrifying. Poor guy. In chapter 10, the monster says, I ought to be thy Adam, but I am rather a fallen angel. This biblical reference emphasises how much he wants to be good. After all, he doesn't know any better and just wanted to understand the world. Fallen angel refers to angels who turn away from goodness and embrace darkness and evil, which is exactly what the monster does. 
They can turn back to the light and being good, but for the monster, this isn't the case as he chooses the revenge route instead, much like Victor at the end of the novel. With revenge comes the monster's ruthlessness as he tries to find his creator, murders Victor's younger brother and sets up Justine to take the fall. The monster says, I feel the spirit of revenge enkindled in my heart in chapter 16, when he is telling Frankenstein his story. The verb enkindle means to arouse or inspire, which gives the reader a clear understanding of just how much hatred the monster holds for Frankenstein for having created him and then abandoning him. This also encapsulates the idea that the monster doesn't start off as a monster, but through his abandonment, he embodies a monster the more he is shunned from society. Although Victor attempts to gain sympathy throughout the novel, the reader would likely be more inclined to have sympathy for the monster. After all, his poor treatment by others is ultimately the cause of his descent into evil. Here, Shelley uses the monster's journey to reflect the ideas of Rousseau, who believed that all people were born naturally innocent, then corrupted by society. Like I've said about Victor Frankenstein, there are many similarities between the two. Through their characterisation, Shelley implies that the monster is the darker side of Frankenstein, which is a theme apparent in many other gothic novels of the time, such as The Strange Case of Dr Jekyll and Mr Hyde by Robert Stevenson. When talking, the monster says to Frankenstein, my form is a filthy type of yours, alluding to his deformed body in comparison to Victor, who looks like a normal human, whereas Victor sees the monster as my own spirit let loose from the grave which refers to his personality rather than the physical form. Whether or not you, as the reader, feel sympathy for the monster is up to your own interpretation. There are many reasons for and against this argument, but something that you're likely to explore if you do get a question based on the monster in the exam. Visit yourfavouriteteacher.com for videos, worksheets and everything you need to exceed in your studies. Thanks for listening.